ladies and gentlemen. You're listening to the Fantasy Alarm MLB DFS podcast with hosts John Impemba and James Grande. What's going on, everybody? John Impemba here with James Grande. It's the Quick Pitch MLB DFS podcast here recording Wednesday evening for Thursday's main slate. James, we have uh, another difference in slate between FanDuel and DraftKings here. DraftKings is starting at 7 o'clock. FanDuel deciding to include the two 6.30 and 6.40 start time games. So if you're depending on what site you're playing on, you'll have a little bit larger of a player pool. But uh, overall, not some not too terrible of matchups. So you have Washington, Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, Miami if you're on FanDuel. That everybody gets the fourth game of Toronto, New York. Or fourth game? Third game? They play four-game series? Toronto, New York. Angels, Texas. Atlanta, San Diego. Detroit, Kansas City. Chicago in Coors. Cubs against the, the Rockies here in Coors Field. And then Cincinnati versus the Dodgers as the late-night hammer kicking off at 10 p.m. Yeah, first course slate we have, at least on the podcast, John. I know they had there was a course slate to open the year, but I think it was all like early slates and we didn't cover it. So as per usual, that is when there is a course slate for anyone like just starting MLB DFS, that is where you start. And that is where you make your decision whether you're going to go all in or not. It is Justin Steele versus Kyle Freeland, John. It is, it is left-handed pitcher, Justin Steele. <laughs> it is left-handed pitcher versus left-handed pitcher. The Cubs have a pretty good righty lineup, as do the Colorado Rockies. So I think a lot of people are going to start and end their exposure there. But this field, and generally it is a, a course slate, whether or not a good pitcher is on the mound, these guys are not very good. So I'm going to, on the record, state that this is by far the best game. Very bold take, but uh, the best game on the board. 11 and a half run total. So that's all you really need to know about that. Uh, So yes, the idea here is to figure out how to all of these course players pretty much in your lineup. And surprisingly, James, we didn't really get the course field bump on pricing on DraftKings. Not at all. Wow. Uh, I'm going to check FanDuel. The Cubs got the bump, John. Isn't that funny? The Cubs got the bump. Interesting. The Rockies did not. Chris Bryan is 4,400 for context. Frank Schwindel, 5.1K. Yeah. Patrick Wisdom, 4.9K. Say Uh, uh, Contreras. (laughs) So they're all upper, but you, Connor Joe, Leading off for $3,400. <laughs> Randall Gritchuk at $3,200. Brian's yeah. at 44 Crohn's at 45 Over under 35% roster ship for those guys. All of them. Giraffe King. I'm like, I'm going to over all of them because there's only six games. Maybe one or two of them are like only like 30%. On Fandle with the two extra games, but yeah, I'm gonna go most of them over, if not all of them, on DraftKings. Yeah, that just feels like that's stupid. That's uh, they know what they're doing, right? Maybe, Something. Maybe I don't know. Maybe they yeah, maybe sure. they have no idea what they're doing. Maybe John, today we take the uh, we take the crown away from Free Duel. They go back to Fandle. Uh, free Kings on this slate. Yeah, yeah like, we... that's we're gonna call them Free Kings because that's what they're doing for handing us Rockies for free. Uh, yeah, I'm buying a hundred percent. Uh, into that and i'm just like while we're t- looking at this toying around with a four stack lineup build of colorado seeing uh, if you could fit walker bueller oh against no, the reds okay not only can i fit crone bryant joe and gritchuk in my lineup 
Walker Bueller and Shohei Itani are my two pitchers, and I have forty three hundred dollars per player left at oh, catch, so catcher, a- second base, third base, and shortstop. And if you guys are, and I think this is important. Generally, we're gonna go break it down. We're gonna, just, but I think yeah. it's interesting, John, because you say forty three hundred, and there's still a catcher on the board. What do you and I talk about all the time? Spending down. And you know what happened today? And I'll just use it because we are recording on Wednesday evening for context. Austin Barnes, 2,100, home run. Tyler Stevenson, 3,100, home run. All these cheap catchers today all performed. You do not need to spend 4,800 on Wilson Contreras. You can because he's in course, but like regularly, like you don't need to spend 4,600 for Salvador Perez. There are going to be cheap options that we can attack that we'll get to. So you're going to have a crap ton of money, John, in that lineup when we, uh, after you inevitably spend down that catcher yeah pretty much 100 percent. so we're just again that that's just what we're looking at that's what the field is looking at though right, right? so like everybody as we just said is going to be stacking this game uh, right. but i'm just showing you on DraftKings how easy it is to also get the top pitchers and then we'll just kick it off here i mentioned i have i put otani and bueller in that lineup for me that's probably the top two guys i know bueller is a top priced pitcher charlie borton is just below him on the road against san diego Gossman against the Yankees, then Otani against the Rangers. That's probably the, again, do you disagree? Bueller, Otani is the top guys there. Do you like any of those other pitchers? Yeah, I like Charlie. San Diego league average OPS thus far, above league average K percent. They are 13th in K rate. Charlie Morton coming off a nice 5k five and a third inning game like the 78 pitches so we should see him into the 80s and i I like both the other two you mentioned i like otani obviously for the upside nine k's in his first start in just four and two thirds but again 80 pitches is awesome and i think bueller proved last year he's one of the special pitchers one of the most special pitchers we have in our game today so i i think bueller is where you start because you can on this slate, especially if you are playing cores. You don't have to play cores, but it is a decision, a very risky decision to fade or full fade them. But Bueller's definitely the top. I like Morton as a pivot, and I definitely like Otani. I, look, the Yankees lineup isn't hasn't been great. So if you do want to play Kevin Gosman and you believe in Kevin Gosman, then play it. But eventually, the, the Yankees are going to figure it out. But right now, it's not really happening. So you want to be different, Kevin Gosman is that route. Yeah, and I think for me, I wouldn't really pitch anybody under Musgrove on DraftKings. Do you like any of these value plays? Yeah, I don't hate Casey Mize. I don't think, like, very highly of the Royals' offense. Like, obviously, they're a little more flashy, right, because Bobby Witt, but... Yeah, I just think the lack of strikeout upside for him. Yeah, it's it's fine. I, like, I don't disagree. I also don't think... I think... Let's see what Casey Mize, his K rate was last year. I didn't think it was two... very high. I thought it was in the sevens. He, yeah... That's unfortunate. Last year, it was only 19%. The year before, it was only 19%. So you're not wrong. Especially, the, the, I don't know if DraftKings made a scoring change this year. I forget I forget exactly what their pitching was. But it feels like strikeouts are weighted. They're not weighted as heavily. It's only two, two points per strikeout. But you're not even getting a full point per out anymore. You're still losing 0.6 on walks and hits allowed. Like, if you're not pitching, like, shutout innings with strikeouts, you're losing points, basically, as a starter. Look at that Granky start. That Granky's last start. He allowed one run. He only struck out one guy, pitched almost six innings, and only had nine fantasy points. Right? Like, Not you, you need strikeouts on, on DraftKings. Yeah. Who else can 
Did Freeland have good home splits last year? Wasn't there a pitcher for Freeland, John Gray was okay. Gomber, maybe I'm thinking of. Gomber. One Austin of their pitchers Gomber. actually had like better home splits last year than road splits. Look, I don't think I can play Freeland, but I get what you're saying. It was not Kyle Freeland. He had a four eight. He had a four eight. John, how about Dane Dunning here? You want to go up against the Angels? Like you could. I guess Look, they only really I, have two guys we're afraid of, right? Yeah, and I. All like, rise. All rise, indeed. And right as we're talking about the Yankees on cue, Anthony Rizzo, Aaron Judge, back to back home runs. So that's the uh, the downside to using Kevin Gossman, right, in Yankee Stadium. Look, Dane Dunning. We just saw Lazardo go for 13 strikeouts over five plus innings. Did he go six? Did he end up going six? However many innings it was. Lazardo went over just uh, five and a third, I think, maybe. And had 13 Ks. Dane, last year, 22% K rate. The year before, his final year in Chicago, 20, 24.6. So yeah. maybe some home run upside with Dunning, right? Mm-hmm. Or, sorry, strikeout upside with Dunning. So I don't hate that value 6400 especially if we're trying to jam bats in there like if you want to pair bueller and take a shot on dunning i, I guess you don't need to go under shohei right john but in texas like, is a, the, the new texas ballpark is supposedly more pitcher friendly than old very type. pitcher friendly right so uh, i'll look at it. we have what was the, what's the angel strikeout rate this year do we have that angel sure yeah i can get that up right now angel strikeout rate after the lazard okay they yeah. are sixth they're at 26 percent in that is sixth highest in baseball uh, and i'm looking up last year i'm looking up last year's p- ballpark because i want to see offensively texas rated 22nd globe life field was the 22nd ranked off park in the league that is according to baseball savant who has a very colorful chart in terms of ballparks number one was great american number two was or camden yards and number three was course field no surprise there so yeah I'll, i would take a shot on dane dunning as my lone value play okay. here if we do go to catcher like there's definitely some spend downs i know we like walker bueller but we also know that he may not pitch more than 80 pitches today in this game right <laughs> so stevenson's cheaper than he was to earlier today when he homered like you mentioned and we talked about it on the podcast. Like, Stevenson is a good hitter, right? Yep. Like, he hits in the middle of that lineup. He's a good hitter. $2,800. Like, I'm okay with a throwaway play at Tyler Stevenson at 2800 If he singles, if he walks, like, that's enough, right? Like, 2800 or 280 against righties last year. I yeah. know we talked about his lefty splits, but 280 is pretty good, man. Like, that's, I would, like, obviously, I think Contreras would be the one guy I would spend up here. Spend up on? I would love to see Jan Gomes find his way into this lineup. I was just going to... I agree. If Jan Gomes found his way into the lineup, I'm in as well. He would be 100% rostered. He would be very highly owned. Because yeah. Jan Gomes is a lefty killer. He Jan, is a lefty killer. Jan's, um, Jan Gomes is a guy who looks like he's 110 years old. <laughs> but like his splits against lefties... He, I think he had like over an 800 OPS, I want to say, last year against left-handed pitching. I'll, I'll pull that up real quick. But anyway, we talked about the top guys... I'm actually okay knowing that you can save a lot of money in other positions as well if you want to pay up for Salvi because he does have that double home run upside. Like, you know, we treat catcher as a weak position, but he's actually one of the few that isn't. Last year against left-handed pitching, our boy Jan Gomes at the uh, young age of 34, so like I said, mid-30s, 314 average, 890 OPS against lefties. So if, like, Jan Gomes is the finest way into the lineup because they want to DH Wilson Contreras here, like, please, like, give me that. 
Yeah, same thing goes for Kurt Suzuki. If he finds his way into the lineup, I would probably be interested. I don't. They might play Stassi. Who knows? If they don't, Kurt Suzuki twenty seven hundred is good. Ugly. Yep, that's fine by me. Let's go on over to the first base here. Uh, we're not going to go too in depth with Colorado Chicago again. It's Coors Field. It's eleven and a half. You can sack it. I don't want to waste a lot of time going over them. They're, they're all in. Where are you looking outside of, of that game though? Which ones? Uh, what first baseman do you have more interest in? It looks like. So Luis Sessa is going to start the game yeah. for since he He's has an opener. opener. Yeah. So Cincinnati's bullpen is not projected to be very good. So I'm definitely interested in Freddie Freeman, who can hit lefties and hits righties. Wasn't Didn't have a great day in, or hasn't had a great power year. The, break, or the uh, Dodgers hadn't hit many home runs until Wednesday. They had one home run before Wednesday and now they're at like seven because they hit like six solo shots. So I think Freeman, Guerrero double donged on Wednesday can go there. Jared Walsh. I like Jared Walsh against right-handed pitching. Anthony Rizzo, if don't believe Kevin Gosman last year, or do you believe that Kevin Gosman's coming to the wrong division? Rizzo had another home run on Wednesday. I was surprised so. he wanted to come back to the AL East after he his career was almost over in the Bombed AL East. out. Yeah. Bombed out of the AL East. Yeah. yeah. Money True. sometimes does that, right? I can never fault somebody for getting a paycheck. But, like, obviously, it's like, okay, I had all this success out in the NL. Also, though, there's no more universal DH. So it's not like there's necessarily an advantage out there. There's just better, I guess, better parks. That's really it. That's true. That is definitely a, a fair assessment there. Value again, we talked Connor Joe already, 3,400. Probably going to just be wildly popular. Spencer Torgerson hit his first career home run today. Yes, uh, sir. And and Greinke was a reverse splits guy last year. Very bad against right-handed pitching. So. Anybody else? Not that I'm seeing. Yeah, I, said, I don't really want to go against Voight or anything like that. So go with Voight against Morton there. So uh, Second base position here. I don't mind Whit Merrifield against a righty just because if he gets on, he can steal at 4,500. I like John Scope reverse splits against uh, yeah. Granky. Yeah, and he homered today. Scope did. Won me my, my first run, half a run player prop. <laughs> I appreciate shout out, it. Shout out John Scope. Yeah, shout out John Scope. I think the Dodgers are going to be very popular. Yeah. So Chris Taylor, we meant Muncie was a first baseman, second baseman Wednesday. He's now a first baseman, third baseman for whatever reason. He DH'd and he gets different eligibility every day. <laughs> so I we haven't been looking at FanDuel. Washington, Pittsburgh, John, Philly, Miami. Oh, Philly, Miami. Alcantara. Well, it's a good matchup. And Pittsburgh. So Pittsburgh's throwing JT Brubaker. John? Yeah, we know how well that went the first time. And Washington's throwing Joan Adam who allowed four earned runs, had four walks, four hits. Uh, probably Josh Bell, revenge narrative in that game, first base. Second base, uh, your boy Michael Chavis has been uh, pretty good to start the year as well. Yeah, I saw that. Some power. Yeah, that's fine. All those guys play. Probably not a guy not known for the bat, but uh, is a good hitter against lefties is Jose Iglesias. Again, I feel bad just like throwing all these Rockies up, but like if I'm building lineups tomorrow, like I'm putting Rockies in my lineup. So Yeah, well, that's... Because I want to give a wider player pool scope for the listeners if they want to be contrarian. But when I'm looking at this, I'm just like, why would I not play a 30 Jose Iglesias at second base if I'm not spending up for LeMayu maybe if he's in the lineup? But I don't want Albies versus a righty. I don't want Simeon versus a righty there. It would be like scope or it would be... Jack Mayfield. Who? Whit Mayfield? No, Jack Mayfield, the yeah, Angels yeah, yeah, like yeah. utility guy. He's been really good. Double-digit fantasy points in all three games he's played in. 
These little angel utility guys have been awesome this year. Yeah. They, like, I, would, I would go back. Oh, they took away the double position eligibility for my boy Santi. Cooled off the last two games. Whatever. He can't be a god every day. But if he is in lineup against uh, against Severino at 2,300, sure, why not? I don't mind it. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's, he's fine. fine. He's fine. Third baseman. We talked Donaldson, Gossman. I think that's... Do I spend up? He's there. We know that the the wisdom against Freeland is an option. Machado is better against righties, but again, I don't yep. know how much Riley the same way. Do you want Riley? I mean, he homered off a lefty today, John. For Riley the record, did? I yeah, he took Kyle Finnegan, ex Washington Nationals great Kyle Finnegan. Good. First current Washington Nationals great Kyle Finnegan. Forty four hundred is the cheapest he's been all year. So it's a good price. Musgrove is good, but like not untouchable. Mondesi, and I know a lot of people. Hate I hate him him because he can't stay healthy. Like there's no other reason to hate this guy. He also doesn't kill. He has two eighty on base percentage for his career. Two isn't great. Uh, but if he does get on base, a threat to steal multiple bags. So if you wanted to go in that direction, you you could definitely take a peek at it. Turner's always solid at thirty nine hundred. Yep, good price. Don't really matter. Bobby Witt gets my eyes. I like that. He stole a bag the other day. Yeah, he hasn't been great, but like he's also showing that he has double digit fantasy upside even when he's not hitting home runs because he can steal bases. So I think Bobby Witt is fine. Shortstop? Shortstop. Trey Turner. He's good. He's very good. Is he 5,600 good? Yeah. In this matchup? Yeah. Would you use him? Yeah. Just checking. Just seeing where you're at with it. Seager's at 54. Don't want it. Don't really like. Bichette's better against righties. What were your thoughts on Severino's first start? He only went three, but you know, did you like what you saw? Yeah, he looked okay. The strikeout stuff is good. Okay. Do you think he's capable of? Uh... No, nah, I just the pitch count's going to be too low. Like I think it's. I think like. Are you saying it's in terms of like using Toronto? The Yankees bullpen has like the best ERA in the league. So even if Severino goes only four innings, it's going to be tough to get to them. Uh, but Toronto's offense is Toronto's offense, right? They're potent, whatever. And you've said it all year long. Even Vladdy tonight on Wednesday, two home runs, he's like 12%. And it was a four-game slate right? on, a, on the night slate. So you're likely going to get Bichette at low ownership if you want to go there. Okay. Mid, mid, I love when there's just random guys like Cam Colley's 4,500. Yeah. That stuff always makes me laugh. Again, after that, like, is there anybody that you like? Again, I go back to Jose Iglesias at 32, but... There's not much in this mid-tier here for me. I don't know. You'll Nico Horner for you, maybe? Horner could be in play. Kim could be in play if he's in the lineup. We just don't know if he's going to be. They could play Abrams. I guess um, if Javi returns, he was dealing with some soreness. Like, maybe you could do Javi at 47. Yeah, Javi at 47. I think on Fandle, you, Gavin Lux has shortstop eligibility. He's only 2,700. Homered on Wednesday. Uh, you could play Gavin Lux. Mention Abrams. That's really it, man. There's not like uh there's not like great value at shortstop on there. Yeah, there's not a lot of great value. I agree with you hundred percent. For outfielder, again, I like Bryant and, and Grichuk. Both of them hit lefties really well. So if you want to stack that, it kind of locks in two outfielders for you on, on DraftKings. FanDuel obviously you have the YouTube. But if we're looking to spend up Judge Homer tonight, I think that's fine. Do you think Judge sits tonight? Judge sits tomorrow with Stanton sitting tonight? I don't know. I feel like he's going to, in a contract year, play as many possible games as he can. Okay. Just to prove, because he's had the durability problems throughout his career. So I don't think he sits, but, I mean, remains to be seen. At, but no, I, my assumption is he's in the lineup. And if he's in the lineup, he's definitely in play. Springer I like still. You know, not, sure. not a great night tonight, but he's been fantastic. Seiya at 48, yep. probably going to be super popular. 
Should be. Kid, I know he's only one for three, but reached base twice and had an RBI. No reason not to like say against lefty here. Mm -hmm. I'm with you. Uh, Mid-tier outfield is for you. Austin Meadows has been quite good since going to his new team. Five straight games with a hit. Had three of his last four with two and still no home runs. And this guy who's hit 30 home runs in a year. So I like him. You mentioned Chris Bryant. You can play Teoscar if you want. I don't hate that. Now let's see. Let's go down the list. I don't hate Charlie Blackman against the lefty at 3,900, but there's just probably better options. Ben Intendi has been really good. He has been very good. So I think Ben Intendi... 3,800. Well, what, I, what I think helps too is a lot of these guys are going to be like 10% or less because everybody's going in on True. cores. So if like Ozuna squares one up against Musgrove and homers, that's like a sub 10% home run. Sub 10%. Yeah. He, no one's going to play him. And he's been good. He had, I know he was 0 for 4 on Wednesday, but three multi-hit games in the four previous games before Wednesday, pretty damn good. Yep. What was what did we say about Hap? Was he the strong side versus lefties? Yeah, he, was, he hit better from the left side okay i think what they're gonna do and it was annoying today they led rafael ortega off and then in the fifth inning when there was a pitching change clint frazier came so i would suggest clint frazier 2600 okay if he's gonna lead off but the caveat is does he finish the game if there's a righty that comes in after freeland does ortega check in right that's my concern so i think Hap is probably in play more than Ortega or Frazier because I don't know if either one of those guys like ever finishes a game. Like, it was, why did why was Ortega checked out after the fifth inning? Is now the time to play Cody Bellinger? Twenty seven hundred, <laughs> two hits in the last three games. Each of the last three games, he homered tonight, three runs scored. He stole two bags in the one game he didn't get a hit because he walked twice. Ten, sixteen, twenty one DraftKings points the last three games. How highly owned is Cody Bellinger? I don't know because everybody's... I guess it depends on how many Cubs you want. If you're spending up for Cubs, then you have to spend down for other guys, right? But all the Rockies players are free. So... You could probably play him. You could probably play him. I listened to this dude was an MVP two years ago. No, I know. I know. I know. <laughs> also, I think I will not let this go any further without mentioning that Juan Soto faces JT Brubaker. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I apologize FanDuel. to our FanDuel fans. I play on FanDuel this year, so it's just we're just so used to DraftKings just runs it down easier. But yeah, you know what? There's it's definitely Washington is in such a great matchup against Brubaker. I agree with you. I'm not really sure I want Philadelphia against Sandy Alcantara. That's that's a tough matchup for Brian me. Reynolds, Sean. Brian Reynolds against Jonah. On the, on the flip side of that Washington game. Right. $2,900 on FanDuel. Right. And Kyle Gibson had 10 strikeouts last time. So I'm like, oh, do you run it back Kyle Gibson against Miami? Jesus. Yeah, it's true. Jesus Sanchez, two home runs the other day. So that's where I'm at. So Yeah. No, I know. I agree. But, like, I will not let this podcast go on further without mentioning Juan Soto's name. That's fair. Against JT Brubaker. That's fair. Do we have a home run call? How about this? Let's, e let's each give one from Coors. Okay. And then each give one outside of Coors. Okay. Because we're going to play Coors. Yeah. But I think it. let's give the people what they want. Let's give them bonus home runs. Okay. Go ahead. All right. Coors Field home run will be Seiya Suzuki. Okay. I'm going to go CJ Crow. Yeah. I wanted to go CJ Crow, but I decided to be stupid. I'm outside of Coors. I'm going to go Juan Soto. JT Brubaker. I feel like that's... Maybe my strongest one of the year. It's bold, I know, Juan Soto, but bold call by me, Juan Soto. Yeah, super, super bold. I'm going to go with 
Give me Aaron Judge if he's in the lineup. If he's out of the lineup, Giancarlo Stanton. One of the six seven. Yeah. One of the six seven Yankees. Yeah, I'm gonna say that Kevin Gossman's gonna wish he wasn't back in the <laughs> old. So yeah, give me one of the two six seven two forty five outfielder DH players for the for the Yankees. But Judge, if he's in, if Judge is out, give me Stanton. Sounds good. All right, so that's it. If you have any questions, get us in the Discord. Get us on Twitter. We're in there all day answering your questions, your lineup questions, getting you ready. 6.35 lock time over on FanDuel. 7 o'clock lock time for Yahoo and DraftKings. For now, James and I will catch you guys later.